What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Black Pill Podcast where Black creators are faced with a dose of reality. Reality. Yeah. reality. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. I wasn't delayed. Uh, no, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Uh, I'm your host, OBJ, and we're joined in by our co host and a special guest in today. Uh, but let our co host introduce themselves, starting to my left side. I'm Kiara. Hello, I'm Doe. And I'm Phil. And how about you? My name is Elijah. And we're joined by a special guest here tonight. So why don't you introduce yourselves? Hi, everybody. I'm Nama. I'm a TikTok fitness influencer, the CEO of Pressure Fit Inc., and just your all-around hourglass body expert. So. Hell yeah! Hi, y'all. Hey, <laughs> hey dope, dope. welcome, welcome to the podcast. Uh, so today's black Thank pill. Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. Today's black pill topic is genetic fitness and workout. Um, it's just a little spin on the title when you think about like fitness and workout. But you know, I wanted to kind of correlate or have like a relations as far as genetic and how our genetic composition and our body types. Uh, are related to how we go about fitness and workout and stuff like that. And our special guest here tonight is going to talk a little bit about that from her experience being a fitness trainer and things of that nature. But before we get into the topic, uh, you know, I want to do a little bit news and updates. Uh, so there's going to be more videos dropping soon. I know that from the YouTube standpoint, we've kind of been like a little bit off, you know, a little bit late back on the, the YouTube content. But don't worry, you know, if you, other than that, you can still listen to us on Spotify or any other listening platform. So, you know, those are up to date, but like the videos are coming soon. So just, you know, be patient with that. Um, but I want to check in with everybody, you know, see how they're doing mentally. Uh, how's your week been or, you know, how are you doing mentally? We'll start off with our special guest. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I had a good week. I think that I'm in a good place. I feel mm. calm. You know, things are moving and shaking, but I feel good. I'm in a good place. Hey, dope, dope, dope. Uh, anybody else? How how are you doing mentally or just how your week been? I've been good. <laughs> um, so I'm officially all moved in. I think my room looks really, really cute. So I'm really happy. Hey. Uh, so yeah, I just, I'm happier this week. Hey, that's going dope. up. That's dope. Uh, that's anybody, good. Hey, anybody else want to share? You know. Um. Well, I finally submitted my uh for my taxes, so I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> for that. Can you still get them? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. You but... you, it's only too late if you owe money, but I don't owe mm, money, so mm, I understand. Mm. Interesting. My sister's my tax accountant. So that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's funny you say that because like I was past the deadline too. So, um, but the people that I go to, they like they cool with me, so yeah. they know me. And it's like, nah, don't worry about it. We'll give you right. an extension. So I was because I was getting everything ready as far as like getting tax write offs mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. just trying to get more you know money and more stuff money, like yeah. that. So they got me situated. You know, they hooked me up and everything right. like that. So you know, I'm trying to be banking on more money. You know, what I'm saying. Heard so um, yeah, so it, it was. I was grateful to for them to give me that extension. You know, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But um, anybody else? Anybody want to share? Like, how are you doing mentally or just how has your week been? I'm good. Um, been pretty tired. Uh, but, you know, uh, the ending of April was hectic. Uh, it's crazy. But um, been able to organize myself. Uh, got back from Jamaica. So mm. was able to just organize and rest. And, you know, I'm feeling a little refreshed. Okay. So well, I appreciate I'm you here being that. here, man. You know. Appreciate it, man. All right, uh, Eli, how, how's, how you doing mentally or how your week been? Um, mentally, I'm, I'm, I'm in there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the grind right now. Um, sad, last Saturday, we were in a 
recording session. We had like a recording session from like eight to eight. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty dope. But then I was able to take my guys to one of my favorite spots in the city. Uh, it was like the Hunter's Point. And mm-hmm. I usually don't really get to take them anywhere. So that was actually really time for me and for them, honestly. So um, that was good. And then we had like practice sessions for the show on Thursday, like Saturday, Sunday night, um, as well as Monday night. And, um, you know, I don't know, just been working, working out. I actually uh, was able to go up again in weight this week. So mm. That's great. But <laughs> on Thursday, I almost pulled my hammy. So, <laughs> oh. uh, and it wasn't even because I was working out. I was just, I was like uh, practicing some basketball moves, move my body wrong. And my man broke Damn. his own ankles real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's good. Um, I've been, I've been doing, I've been doing good. Uh, mentally good. Uh, I got back into doing some artwork. I know that I said that I was going to post from last week, but I'm just getting back into sketching. I was up late night sketching, working on some things. So I um, just got to transfer into like digital form. Cause I know like some people have been waiting on my like, yo, James, what's the artwork thing like that? And I'm just like, yo, I, I got y'all, man. Don't worry. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it takes some time. It takes some process, but you know, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, but um, I like to get back into the feeling, just drawing and sketching and things like that. It just put my work out there so i've been good mentally um and what's the next thing on the on the uh what's trending black oh yeah what's trending black this week's uh i think the what's the first uh segment or or the note roe v wade possibly oh yeah so uh what's what's your thoughts about (laughs) what's your thoughts about the roe v wade if y'all aware of it um the way kiara just read it (laughs) says a lot (laughs) We're just going to keep it brief. We're not going to go on a whole like soliloquy or rant about it, but uh, just quick thoughts. Like, all right, so I'm going to go around. Uh, do y'all feel like it should be overturned or should it be? Like, there's a yes or no question. We'll start with our special guest. Should it be overturned if you're aware of it or not? Uh, if you don't, then we'll just pass over. But should it be overturned um, or not? Definitely not. Um, you know, abortions are for so many different reasons. And the thing is, even regardless of all those reasons, even if if a woman just doesn't want to have a baby, she shouldn't have to. Mm. So it's just wild to me that it's even on the table to be overturned. It's just, it's crazy. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, Eli, are you aware of the situation about the Roe v. Wade? I am. um, I did. um, Yeah. So my answer is just, I don't think it should be overturned. Okay. uh, Yeah. Anything that that happens in this country should be practiced safely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, same thing with, like, so many different things that we've seen. Like, if it's not legal, then it's done illegally and very unsafely. So Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right. Uh, though, what's, what's your thoughts about <laughs> Like, who, I think only, like, old, ugly, rich white men want this to be overturned. Damn. Like, because it's... Scratch this. Censor this on YouTube or something. Because it's... Did she, did she lie, though? <laughs> 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 it's just ridiculous like why should you have an essay in what another human does with their own body like mm-hmm. and exactly like even if it's not for a medical reason or like for rape or anything like that maybe this woman just isn't ready to have a child mm. someone up a good point i'm sorry someone put up a good point like 
You do not care about these kids after they are born. Like, look how they treat kids in the foster system. Look how they treat kids who are, like, in poverty. You do not care about these kids after they're born. So why are you so invested Uh in keeping them, like being born it's so stupid of course it should not be overthrown i'm I'm so angry about this (laughs) make sure you got your wives and everything all right kiara what's your thoughts about it i mean the same thing i don't i don't even know how this is a debate how my body is anyone else's decision and you know i mean it's just too much against women and we go through way too much for anybody to dictate how we should exactly. live and shouldn't live. It's mm. just crazy. I have no words. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Phil, what's your thoughts about it? Um, I don't think it should be overturned. Okay. There's way too many circumstances that aren't being presented mm-hmm. within the argument of how and why mm. abortions need to be where they are. And as Eli said, if it's not done legally, it's mm-hmm. done illegally. Mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. in an unsafe manner. So might as well just keep it where it is and just leave it. It's been left alone for years. Mm-hmm. I don't know why all of a sudden they want to dust it off right. and bring why? it back up there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know, but it should definitely okay. not be overturned. All right. So uh, my thoughts about it, like I had conversations with friends and people like that, you know, especially women. Um, I was like a little bit on the fence about it, but then like, you know, Thinking about it, because I think one confusion that people need to understand is that when it being overturned is just leaving it up to the states, does not mean that it's not officially banned. Like, for example, New York is still protected by abortion. You know what I'm saying? Like certain, like I think Cali, other states like that is still protected by abortion, regardless if it be overturned or not. Um, I do understand like it's a, a woman's thing, you're like your body, your choice and thing. But my my thing was my concern is like the, the I guess, the mentality and the process beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I think that we live in a world that's like being very hypersexualized. You know, we have to, you know, have better sex education, better programs in place, uh, better mentalities that comes into it, especially with understanding women's bodies, anatomy and things like that. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that you know protects them and men. Um, so my thoughts about it is uh, at least consider, like I understand the choice of it, but prior to that, my, my, my thought process is what happens prior to that. It's understanding, like having a level of discipline, a, a level of education, a level of like, you know, what you're getting yourself into, you know what I'm saying? Like definitely do your best to protect yourself, you know, both men and women outside of the, the, the instances or the extreme cases of like obviously rape, incest, or maybe malform, malformation or things like that. So, um, I think that because I think I don't know if anybody remember, like I remember being in high school and we had like a brief sex education class mm-hmm. and like that. It, it, I don't remember too much about it. Like that's how, how it was trash. bro. It was definitely yeah. trash. So that's how trash. under the rug it kind of was. But I think if we bring more um, funding into sex education and people understand it, because I see people like from middle school, high school, young ages, you know, getting involved with sex and everything, yeah. especially with social media, media and everything like that. So my my stance on it is like, I understand the woman's body choice and everything like that, but let's talk about having conversations beforehand as far as the process, protecting mm-hmm. ourselves, and I get too involved in like a hypersexual uh, society and mm-hmm. things like that. So uh, that's my standpoint on it. Um, what's the next thing on? What's trending black? Um, Dave Chappelle being mm. attacked on stage. Oh yeah. Um uh if anybody is aware of it, no, I'm not. Uh Dave Chappelle yeah, uh got attacked by um uh what's supposed to be a SoundCloud or YouTube rapper. Um 
he had like a, a knife and a gun on him, but he tackled Dave Chappelle on stage on the Netflix is a joke um, festival event. Mm-hmm. And um, the bodyguards, they, they stopped the shit out of this guy. <laughs> they, they messed this guy up, man. I'm talking like a big knot on his head, like his, his, arm his arms was twisted, was like, twisted was like, out, huh? everything like that. He's out of shape. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely out of shape. But um, I'm crying. Um, I don't know the exact mo- motive of it because um, my thing is that I don't Club. just take the yeah definitely well, like, it, yeah it could be but like I don't take just only just the media standpoint because media could also paint a picture or a narrative of what the guy may be doing or his motive and things like that. So I don't know his direct unless you know he speaks for himself or whatever the case may be. So like if it's for cloud, whatever the case may be. Or, um, you know, whatever controversy that, because, uh, you know, Dave Chappelle is a very controversial, you know, comedian, things like that. Mm-hmm. You, know, I, you know, I like Dave Chappelle, you know what I'm saying? He's like one of my top favorite comedians. But, um, you know, what's your thoughts about it? Just quick thoughts. Uh, I feel like in any case, it doesn't matter how controversial a comedian is, you know, I know that's acceptable. Like ever oh, since definitely not. Yeah, I definitely, don't, I definitely don't agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm getting tired. Yeah, ever since that Will Smith incident that set a precedent that like you can like not that you could but it was possible and mm-hmm. that you know like and so like and i remember even seeing this like when it first happened in social media like happened and the media started blowing up that somebody said that we we're going to start seeing more of this you know and they were right this is what mm-hmm. happened to jason dave chappelle mm-hmm. i think in this instance maybe it wasn't for clout or you know maybe for whatever reasons but whatever it is if it definitely needs to not be so easy for them to ha- happen like that. You know, mm. I feel like there should be some kind of level of protection. Like even like even before Will Smith, there should be some kind of level of protection because with fans, you got people who are crazy and anybody can just go up mm. and just kind of like do something crazy. So I feel like it should just kind of like be a little more eye opening and kind of like call for more protection. But for the more low class comedians, like mm-hmm. people who are just doing it on like low key um, comedy spots, mm-hmm. it's I feel like that's kind of scary being the comedian mm-hmm. at that time. Like you don't know, like you might say a joke, but now you always gotta be looking over your shoulder that somebody's just probably gonna just come at you for no, like you know, like for saying a joke, which is yeah. insane to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So any other any quick thoughts about it? Mm-hmm. Anything? No. No. Uh, so my my quick thoughts about it is that yeah. Um, it used to be a, a time and um, a place where like comedians could like joke about anything, regardless of other comp- uh, consequence or anything like that that they face with it. I feel like you should have the freedom to say any joke, but like you know, if you're gonna hurt somebody, hurt their your their ticket sales, hurt something else, maybe just don't watch their content. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to feel how you feel about the joke or whatever. Like I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel anything about it. Like if you don't like the joke, if it offends you, uh, just don't support them. Just don't mm-hmm. watch them or don't listen to them or anything like that. So there's other ways to affect them um, without having to physically you know, touch them mm-hmm. or lead mm-hmm. into violence and things like that. And I think we just live in a world where it just became too sensitive. It became too, um, we got to watch what we got to say every time. We got even got to watch our back now and things like that. So like, you know, um, with comedians, you know, people are just entering that territory of like, now T.I., I think he's a comedian. You know what I'm saying? And if he wants to do it, you know, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not denying anybody to try it. Uh, different experiences and things like that but i feel like we should come to a space where like you know we should say anything but like we should the consequence consequences should be different as far as like without physical harm or violence like you know just don't support them hurt their pockets maybe whatever the case may be but like don't don't attack yeah. them you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying right. so um that's my thoughts about it what's the next thing on the 
Kevin Samuels. Oh yeah, so uh, recent news. High yes, value, the, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yesterday, last night. Yeah, we uh, got jokes today. Yeah, yeah right. She's she just on a roll with the jokes. Yes. No, but um, what I'm with Kevin. He's yeah, dead. He died. He died. He died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. See, I'm going to just freeze frame that face. This is what happens when you come for black women. You die. What? Oh, nah, that's, that's too far. <laughs> no, that is too that's far. Facts. Oh, my oh, gosh. Nah, that's facts. Nah, that is too far. I would not even see that. <laughs> yo, Eli, look at this up right now, yo. Wow, honestly. Eli, so, there's, hold a there's, there's a correlation. There's a correlation. There's a correlation. All right, but, like, on a serious note, so, um... Uh, he died of uh, cardiac arrest. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think his mom confirmed it. Um, mm-hmm. Even close friends and things like that. So, um, you know, you know, things like that happens. You know, I think um, I wasn't at some point I was on like just listening to Kevin Seven just to get his perspective. And then I kind of got off the wave of it because like just having my own understanding of what it means to be a man. I, like I wasn't always on these like buzzwords of high value man and things like that, you know, that people was uh, very trending about. But um I don't know. What's that? Any quick thoughts about it and stuff? No? Nothing? The thing is, I don't think that everything he says is a lie. Mm. Like, I think that, you know, the things that he says, not everything, but some things that he says, like, I see, like, where he mm-hmm. he got them from, mm-hmm. but his delivery is just so. Can I have an example? A lot. No, he like, that's true. That's I don't, true. I, I agree. I only listen to like I've only heard him through the grapevine, so like the bad stuff came to me. So I don't know. Like, yeah. I, 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 no, I I decided that I was gonna like kind of just because people are always slander him. So one day yeah. I was like, let me just listen to one of yeah. his, um, you know, just recordings or whatever, and just see what he has to say. And uh-huh. what he has to say is not it's it it. It's not rooted in lies. Like mm-hmm. it makes sense. Like it's kind of just approach. like you know, if you're not yeah, working on yourself so and if you're not mm-hmm. doing what you're supposed to do, you can't, you know, think that you're going to obtain somebody of a higher level. I think that was like his, his um kind of mo that he was trying to push, but his delivery is so poor. Right. Yeah. And um, you know, his you know, uh, he berates people and and talks down on people mm. to deliver his message. Uh-huh. So the truth that is kind mm-hmm. of embedded in his message gets lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, he's nobody's favorite person. You know, so <laughs> yeah. very yeah. well. That's said. kind of yeah, what that, happened. That, Cause yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, I, I don't always agree with what he said, but I think like the delivery could have been different. Yeah, same. You know, because Yeah, I, exactly. I, I think that, you know, people were because uh, I'm always a person of perspective. I think people just raise differently as far as like the tonality and how do you want to address people. Some people are just very blunt. Yeah. People are just straightforward. Some people just have a way of just like talking to people in a way that's just like, okay, like I'll talk to you in a tone that's like maybe you could understand without having to berate or devalue and things like that. And yes, I feel exactly. Like, I feel like the message was there. I think like what he what he was doing was kind of like stirring up the pot of controversy that was needed as far as a conversation. But I felt like the approach could have been differently. Mm. Um, and I think he or he was, you know, he was interviewed and, and questioned about that. And he's just like, he can't, he was just like, eh, I think so, you know, things like that. And even how he was raised, he was raised by mostly women in his life. I think aunt, mom, things like that nature, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. So I think that there was something in him because like I, I I love a good controversial talks because I feel like we can't always be like, oh, you're like a yes man. 
understand or we have to agree to everything like that. I feel like having those disagreements, having those like rebuttals, but in a more of like in a safer space where we don't have to like devalue somebody or we don't have to like attack their character, you know, attack their opinion, mm. but don't attack the character. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I do okay. agree with you in that sense that, uh, you know, his delivery could have been different, but like, you know, everybody can, is, is, uh, was brought up differently. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how people was raised and things like that and the circumstances, but I, I think that that's something that should have been taken into consideration. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, yeah, because, like, to, to answer your question, though, I think that only you just seeing certain highlights of him being, like, Brady was, like, it could kind of skew somebody's message. Like, oh, like, well, th- if this is the image of him, it's kind of easy to kind of, like, go on that kind of, like, fence and be, like, okay, or offensive, but, like, oh, like, if this is how he is, you know, trash, whatever, like, <laughs> cancel him or whatever the case may be. But I feel like, you know... Um, I don't always go by like a little sound bites, you know. I listen I, to the whole thing. Yeah, I, I listen to another a good large portion of his things, his live streams, things like that, and just to just get like a little bit of understanding. Even though I may not agree to everything, but just to get an understanding. Well, you know, a so. clock is a broken clock is right two times a day, so. Yeah, you know, you know, so, you know, everybody has their opinions about it, you know what I'm saying? But like, um, I always want to give people a chance, you know, I don't just like say like, okay, like, you know, this is the image that they're portraying. Let me have that kind of dialogue where I actually look at his content and see what he's actually talking about. You know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, so the next thing. Mother's Day. Uh, I think Mother's Day weekend is uh, this way. So if any anybody have any Mother's Day plans or anything like that, they, you know, they're going to spend time with their moms or something like that. My uh, bank account is about to be. <laughs> All right. Shit. I am right there with My mom already you. sent me a list and I'm like. Oh, damn. <laughs> like, you'll get one thing. <laughs> you can pick one. Nah, man, I always try to make sure that my mom is good. You know, we always check up on each other. Um, I think she like texted me yesterday. Cause, uh, she she made me some homemade like lasagna. Uh-huh. So, so it was, it was you ain't give me none. Yeah, I know why we eating it. I know that lasagna's popping. Hey, yeah. you know I remember like I remember last time when um I went to my to visit my cousins and like my brother didn't stop by, but I you know showed up because she lives in Long Island. Uh, no, no, she was in Long Island. And like, um, she knows I'm a big foodie. Like I, I'll eat a lot. So she made me like a whole batch of lasagna just for mm. myself. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, hey, this is just for me. I was like, I appreciate Come it. You know? Love. you know what I'm saying? So, um, but uh, I'll show appreciation, but I, it's just not with my bank account. You know, there's other ways, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. So um, any other, anybody want to share? If you, if you want to, uh, any Mother's Day weekend plans? I'm just going to take my mom out to, well, I'm not going to just take her out to eat, but I'm planning to spend the day with her after uh, we go to church. So it's probably, mm. probably just going to spend the whole day with her. Okay. That's dope. That's dope. Um, anybody else like this year? No? Yeah, I'm going, yeah, I want to see her tomorrow. So mm. I want to spend the weekend with her. Mm. Uh, probably clean the house. I'm going to get her some perfume that she's been asking me for. Can I break my <laughs> bank? But it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, that's nice. Uh, Kiara, any? No, no. All right. So now uh, to get into the, the conversation, you know, what we was here for, you know what I'm saying? Genetic fitness and workout. Um, so we're going to start with what comes to mind. I always like to do like a general take and then we kind of like dissect it, uh, like down, um, based on the topic. So, uh, what comes to mind when you think about the word genetic, as far as in relations to fitness and workout and just keep it brief, like yeah, a, a quick thought or maybe a, a word, a phrase, a few sentences of what comes to mind when you think about genetic fitness and workout. And we'll start with our special guest. I think what comes to mind is just 
kind of knowing your body and knowing your goals and knowing where you want to be and Mm -hmm. what direction that you want to go in with your workouts and with your regimen and just where you see yourself, you know, in your fitness journey. That's kind of what comes to mind for me. Okay. Um, Anybody else want to share what comes to mind when you think about the word genetic fitness and workout? Um, I, I actually, uh, I was actually blinking until like our guest said that and like, yeah, I guess like for a, if you want to get fit like you have to have a goal, like, what do you want to look like? Cause I feel like I'm like, Oh, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do all this stuff now. But Mm -hmm. then I always fall off the wagon. So I'm like, yeah, you need a, you need a goal. Mm, Okay. Anybody else want to share brief thoughts? Genetic Um, fit. All right. <laughs> Genetic fitness. Um and, and workout. I guess what comes to mind, this is probably very like off topic for you guys, but I think of the fact that like when I'm outside and the people that I primarily see working out is people of mainly other races than black people. Mm. And it just like show me like because a lot of it is ingrained in them, you know, like a lot of my like Caucasian friends and or other friends, you know, mm-hmm. go on runs all the time where they yeah. constantly walk in. And not that like my black friends don't, but just like majority. And I just realized one day because I go sit by the pier. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting and constantly seeing and just people watching. And mm-hmm. that's something I noticed that a lot of it is bred in them. Go outside, go play, go play in the snow, go skiing, go snowboarding, like a oh, lot of I outdoor activities. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully we can get our black people like. Walking more, biking more, Mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah. And do you feel like that that view is only um, because of where you are and like the probably demographic or the area you are? Because I feel like I've I've seen black people like go out there and jog and bike and everything like that. Of course you do. But who do you see most of? Mm. Like, not that you don't see. Of course, I see black people like I have a ton of friends that bike ride and all of that. Like, yeah. I'll go bike riding. But mm. who do you see most of, you know? And um, I do think that. Yes, a a part of it is where you live and Mm -hmm. where you come from. But I also think kind of like the image that's portrayed. Like, Mm -hmm. why is it that when you go, you go fishing is considered white people thing, you know, or you Mm -hmm. go hiking on a trail is considered white people thing. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And a lot of that stuff is outdoorsy, physical activity, workouty type of stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, like, so Mm -hmm. I think it's also. I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it comes from extracurriculars are more pushed in like white or Caucasian culture Mm -hmm. um, from a young age. So I think that that's something that just kind of generally kind of gets engraved in them. And that's not to say that black people don't have, don't engage in extracurriculars because they definitely do. do. But I think that, you know, it's, it's very rare that you're going to kind of come across a white person that was not in some form of extracurriculars as a child. Mm, And, Mm. you know, that's also kind of, you know, that also plays into, you know, monetary things and and demographics and stuff like that. Mm. But because of that, because a lot of them, you know, from a very, very young age were in extracurricular activities, that's just something that is naturally ingrained in them that when they're adults, you know, a few times a week, they're going to at least go run or at least go walk. Mm -hmm. And um, in Black households, a lot of the time, you know, you know, extracurriculars weren't something that's pushed until you get to school and you say, you know, mom, I want to do whatever it is. Right. And because of that, it's a little bit more difficult for, you know, people in our culture to um, kind of go forward in their adult lives with, 
um, kind of athletic activities and just kind of using your own volition to go outside and mm-hmm. to run or to do whatever it is. That's just kind of something that I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Lack of resources is definitely a big part because I went to boarding school yeah. in Pennsylvania and I love volleyball, but I feel like if I stayed here in New York, I don't feel like I would have played volleyball or even really like loved it or even knew that I liked it because I wouldn't have the same like opportunities. I mean, I can't say that because I don't know what the future, but I do feel like that. I do feel like going to that location, mm-hmm. that, that state gave me a whole bunch of opportunities I would not have had access to mm-hmm. here in New York as a black female. So that's that's true. OK. All right. Uh, Phil, Something to think uh, about. any thoughts about? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, so my quick thoughts about it as far as genetic, I feel like um, when it comes to a lot of these workouts and routines that there's always something that's out there, but is it specifically geared to our body and our composition? So I always kind of think about like, you know, um, and if people got obviously do their research and study, but like how many people take the time to do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like understanding their body, understanding their anatomy. Um, you know, if they have like a, a body fat or something like that, that they can't get rid of or something like that, but you're still working out, not understanding that that has to be its own separate thing and issue that you got to take care of. So I think that people have to take the time to like study, research, understand their body and not knowing that like not everything that's out there is for you specifically. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, definitely. So I think that we're going to, you know, obviously dive down, dive a little bit deeper into that. But um, just my general thoughts is just like, you know, just, you know, be careful, like what you get your yourself into what you get yourself involved with and um you know not everything is for everybody you know what i'm saying so all right so uh this is another thing to keep in mind uh many people have their own reasons for wanting to get you know fit or to work out but with so many um with so many workout routines trainers videos out in the public and online to help us be the best possible uh, shape and maintain a healthy lifestyle that we stop to consider these things based on our own genetic composition. So um, quick thoughts about it. Uh, who works out? Uh, I want to. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. It's just me. <laughs> it's cool. No shame. No shame. Uh, so uh, I guess another quick follow up is that um, how often do you work out? Uh, do you have any meal plans or food that you're preventing to, you know, try to stay in shape and work out? And what are your goals as far as wanting to stay fit and working out? So uh, we'll start with our special guest. Uh, how often do you work out? Is there any meal plans or anything that you're trying to prevent? Any food stuff that you're trying to stick to? And what's your reason, specific reason for um, wanting to stay fit and work out? Yeah, so I work out four times a week. Um, all of the days I lift and then two of the days I do a little bit of cardio. I do five minutes of cardio twice a week. Hmm. So I feel like my goals for working out, I just love how I feel. I feel very weird and very off of my game when I'm not working out. Mm-hmm. I've been working out consistently, honestly, since I was like 16. Mm-hmm. I'm 26 wow. now. Mm-hmm. Um, I ran track in high school. And okay. then when I got to college, it was just like my outlet. It was like how I just released from all the studying and the mess that college is. So I, yeah, I work out uh, four times a week. As for meal plans, I just kind of eyeball what I need to fuel my workouts and to fuel my um, goals. Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I've been in the game long enough that I, I like, I've, I've never counted calories, but I know kind of, okay, I need protein. You need a lot of protein when you're working out. You need carbs to fuel your workouts, that kind of thing. So I make sure that I 
you know, whenever I'm thinking about my foods and my meals, I get that in. So, mm. yeah. That's okay. kind of just what I get. Was that the was that the whole question? No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no you question? got it. You know, you, you got it. You got it. Um, um, okay. Eli, so, uh, yeah. how often do you? I know you started. You said that you started to work out um, some weeks ago. Uh, I work out four times a week. No, 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 no. It's for Eli. It's for Eli. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. That's no, all right. It's all right. Eli, uh, how right. often do you work out? Um, yeah, how often do you work out? And do you have a meal plan or anything like that? And what's your reason for working out or staying fit? Um, so, okay, so I used to work out, I stopped during the pandemic because my place of workout was closed, but like I continued my calisthenics. I used to, I started working out calisthenics when I was 13. Um, I mm. went to private school and they had like a boot camp. When I did that once and then from there I was like always very big on just kind of like doing something at home. Mm. Um, I think my workout is really just centered around having realistic standards for myself. I mm -hmm. feel like um, people easily see like what's on social media and it's like, oh, I want that body, but it might not be attainable for them. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's been a very kind of like knowing how my body works and kind of just like just being consistent. So for my workout, I work out about three or four times a week. Um, I work out at the place that I work. Um, so I, you, I get my cardio by walking. I also hike and just go far places. I bike. I usually like bike to, in the summer, I bike to far Rockaway from my house, mm. Westchester. Oh, wow. Um, oh my God. Yeah, it's about, so it yeah. like 30 minutes, but it's fun. It's I fun. I, I sometimes bring friends with me. Um, but that is something that I, I only started doing that because when I was in middle school, me and my friend Will used to kind of like explore a mountain that was near our school mm. and because we didn't the only extracurricular activity we had was really like recess mm. and um and the volleyball team um we didn't have a volleyball team in my high school so i had to start that up myself mm. um i think i mentioned that to you pierre like uh, a few weeks ago mm. but it was something that like you know like it was like sometimes it wasn't there so i had to kind of just go out to look for it so i got used to that so for my workout I want to work out more because my usual place to work out before the pandemic closed down. So I was like, let me just work out at a gym and work at the gym. So then it would just like be accessible for me. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't there, then I probably wouldn't be at the gym right now. So mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody else? Uh, you said Kiara, you said you work out? Oh yeah, I do. I um actually really do not like working out. Um, I prefer sports. Like I don't like going to the gym and, and mm. it's regular. I prefer sports because it's like disguised exercise. Mm. Like you could do, you could run yeah. a mile in basketball and not even know that you just ran a mile. You yeah. know. So I, and I've always played sports like track, tennis, volleyball, mm. basketball, field hockey. You name it. Yeah. Um, however. Okay, versatility. Right. <laughs> like, honestly, I, I'm. You know, listen. <laughs> okay. You, you said it. <laughs> No, but I do realize that like going to the gym and actually like weight training is mm -hmm. like necessary. So I I go, I play volleyball about like once a week. I used okay. to do like three times a week, but now I just do about once a week. Mm -hmm. And now I do go to the gym. I mean, I've been I've taken a few weeks off the gym, but I'm currently doing like at home workouts. I'm, my okay. brother's a personal trainer. Okay. So I'm doing like his 21 day fitness challenge challenge. Yeah. yeah. With like a few of my family members. So we're mm. all like in a challenge because we have vacation next month. So mm. 
Wish me luck, guys, that I, I win. Yeah, okay. Took a few days. I'm a little behind. Got it. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Cool. Uh, uh, Phil, how's, how you been working out? Or? Yeah. Um, I've honestly been active since I was 16. Oh, wow. So same age. So, yeah. That's the age. Did That's sports. the age. So I did sports in <laughs> high school. That? And after yeah. high school, I joined the military. Hey. Um, the military don't play when oh, it comes wow. to right. fitness. So right. yeah, yeah. definitely right. um, there was a period after I like went part time to the military mm-hmm. that I hit a depressive state mm. and it really took a toll on just me. I started eating more, stopped working mm-hmm. out. Yeah. You know, my brain was just um, but I'm getting now back into it. Mm. I work out four times a week. Damn, everybody's um, four, four, four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I see a pattern going Magic on. Magic number. <laughs> four times a week is the sweet spot. Yeah. Like, hey. You can be consistent with that. Oh. When I hear people that do like six, seven days, I'm like, I... It's mm, not even a day that. at that point. Exactly. You're it's not even... Like, you need yeah. rest days. Your body, yeah. your, your muscles are damaged in workouts and repaired in rest. So yeah. seven, mm. six, seven days is too many. All right. And then what were you just going to say? Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, I'm... Four times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I focus mostly on weight training. Mm-hmm. Um, in the summers, I do a walk from my house in the Bronx mm-hmm. to Flatbush in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's Why a you walk. walk. I walk. Why would you yes. that? And you're the cardio king. <laughs> I used to do cross country when I was in in high school so mm-hmm. i'm used to long distances already yeah um okay. so it's 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 Phil, taking a far walk away all right let's do it <laughs> i'll hold you to it hey but, you know yeah i just honestly i do it working out for me is not really for physical health it's more for mental mm-hmm. i can see that um, for me I, whenever mm-hmm. whenever i work out mm-hmm. my mental health is a lot better, mm-hmm. you know, dealing with, Top-notch. you know, having um, diagnosed with severe anxiety, mm-hmm. chronic depression, severe depression, mm-hmm. and all these different things. For mm-hmm. me, it's it's a really good way to clear my mind mm-hmm. yeah, and just focusing on one thing. So, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, for me, like, I don't, I'm not back into working out. Uh, when I did, it was like different stages in my life because uh, I used to play football. So, like, I had to work out. I had to stay fit. Um, uh, I was at like a certain body type goal. Like, I don't like to look buff. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Me personally, it looks a little disgusting to me. But no offense, you know, people who do it. This you know boy ain't he, he ain't taking his creatine, boy. There was like a certain body type that I like to maintain. I like to be like a good, uh, like well, like lean fit. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like it's just a little machine, bit. Fighting machine. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like a lean, like a little, just a little puff right here and a little puff there, but not like... Hello, <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm saying that again. But um, not to the point Karate. where just like, you know, your, your veins is like about to pop out or you something. You don't want to like. be the Hulk. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Yeah, yeah, it's a He's on a Schwarzenegger out here. Nah, nah. But like, uh, so I had different stages. Like, so when I used to play football, I was working out, you know, uh, I was like, biking i would bike to work you know what i'm saying i wouldn't like take no transportation to work um i would go outside like exercise was like like another outlet for me it was just like it was not like it's nothing like mentally or physically even though those were mm-hmm. other components i'll tell that a little bit later but it was just like it was just fun to just be outside just to have at least fresh some some fresh air um just to probably like even like interact or converse uh converse with other people um that i meet along the way so 
it was just like because it was a lot going on at home so i was just like i needed that other outlet you know what i'm saying so uh that was just, just my kind of thing just just to exercise other than being like in the uh, football team. The other time that I worked out, uh, I was out of the a hospital for about a month. Like I had my appendix removed. I had surgery. Um, I had uh, abscess and I also had pancreatitis. Mm. So I was going through like wow. a deep depression of that. I lost like 20 pounds. Damn. So uh, I was like to the point where you could see my bones sticking out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, and it was very hard because I had to keep exercising. I had to keep moving. I had yeah. to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you know, shout out to my you know stepmom that was encouraging me to get out of bed while my father and my brother and everybody else was at work. You know what I'm saying? Because she was at home, mm -hmm. you know, cooking me meals, say, mm -hmm. making sure things like that. There was times I would cry because it was in mm -hmm. so much pain just to get up. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I had to move my body. So mm -hmm. like um, it, had, it got me back into that mental state of of like how I used to work out and just even amplifying that even more. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a, that was a dark time for me because I quit art during that time. I just quit mm -hmm. doing sketching. I quit doing a lot of things and just trying to get myself back mentally and back to a, like a sense of like quote unquote normalcy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, I'm glad that I pushed through it and stuff like that. Um, shout out to my nurses that took care of me. They gave me some <laughs> good ass meals and things like that. They hooked me up during that time. You know what I'm saying? So um, I they kept you was it. gonna say good ass meds. Nah, 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 nah. AKA steroids. Nah, nah, nah. The morphine on drip. I say he was about to be Barry Bonds in this. Nah, nah, chill, chill, chill. But like, yeah, I would work out. Uh, during that time, I worked out like five days a week, and then my weekend was like my resting time. Um, and then also when I did work out, like maybe some months ago, um, I did calisthenics because I felt like me and my personal opinion, calisthenics is probably the yeah, best workout without using machines or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, I did not like going to the gym. So I had like That's my equipment, it's, it's inside my room, but I have my own equipment and everything mm -hmm. like that that I work out with um, if I need to be. But like, mm -hmm. I just like doing like, just pushing up your own body weight. And mm -hmm. then also I played sports. Right? So mm -hmm. that was my other way of like exercising, playing basketball. I would go almost every week playing basketball with my friends. If I'm not playing basketball right. on regular, I'll play basketball with my friends. So other than so football, you know, exactly. It's so much fun, you know, just to be out there, you know, especially when the sun is beaming, you know, you feel the melanin, the energy, the sun. <laughs> Hell yeah. 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 Like that. Um, and then the best part was just like expanding my lungs too, my lung capacity. Uh, water and breathing was like the, the, your best friend. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that was me yeah. as far as that. Uh, meal plans, I didn't, um, I'll, I'll eat like my chickens, my salmons, my rice, um, you know, proteins, carbs, everything like that, just to try to keep me like, you know, gaining more weight uh, and stuff like that. I remember eating like a lot of Chinese food for some reason. Mm. I don't know, I was eating a lot of Chinese food. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that was my um, routine then. But um, I'm, I'm in a good, healthy um, body fat and muscle ratio, um, a good weight and everything. So I'm pretty good. Um, and let me see. Wait, let's see where we're going in timing. Uh, what's the next segment? We have like fitness mindset, or did we just do that? No, no, no. Work I think, it out. No, no. Was, I think it was before that. Before that. It was keep in mind before that, but you already did keep in mind. No, no, it's, no, no it was a fitness mindset. No, it was still a fitness mindset. Okay, yeah, we're in fitness mindset. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me, I'm gonna make sure you know. All right. So, um, when it comes to this, uh, what are some you know, because we hear a lot of tips and things like that online as far as like how to be fit or how to become fit or even how to stay fit. You know what I'm saying? So what are some like common types of tips that you hear online or from other people in public spaces when it comes to helping people stay fit? You know what I'm saying? What's your experiences with that? We'll start with our special guests. Um, so many. 
so many and a lot of them are so wrong. Mm. <laughs> but we gotta, we gotta get into um, I don't even know where to start. Like just I don't know, so many like little equipment things and little workouts and stuff like that. Like for example, um one thing I don't like about the fitness community on social media is a lot of it is content based mm. because I feel like in my experience, staying consistent with workouts that work for you gives you the best results. Mm. Staying consistent for like year, like months on years mm. with the same workout routine, just moving up, you know, in weight and with in resistance. I feel like that gives you the best results, but at, for content and for, I guess, trainers, they, you know, they don't want, if they have, if they give their clients one routine to do week after week, you know, they're not really going to need them anymore. Mm. So I feel like they don't give them the the true tools that they need to progress in their fitness routines. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, that's just, I, I could get on a whole soapbox and go all day about that, but <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> oh my I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it's just, it's just a lot that has to do with a lot of different goals. And I feel like when you're trying to hone in on your fitness journey and what you want to do and kind of the results that you want to see, you have to follow people and kind of obtain a guide that is in line with your fitness routine and cut out all the rest of the fluff that's around you. So Mm. that's how I feel. All right. Anybody else? I always say just start off at your own pace. Yeah. Always rushing. They, they looking for like what I see a lot on YouTube or in like different social media platforms is how to get fit quick, you know, so like, mm-hmm. it's like always like a quick, easy, like route. And I'm just like, you just got to start off with the basics and find what works for you from there and go on your own pace. Working at the yeah. gym, you don't see, you don't understand how many trainers I see come in with different people all the time and they have them doing the craziest shit. I'm mm-hmm. just like- Wildest. Wildest. <laughs> the wildest. Like, Can I have an example? You know, like, and it sometimes <laughs> even like, just like, girls is trying to get like a bigger butt and i'm just like you know like that workout's not really working out your butt like what you doing like, it's, like it's, at all it's got it's you got you, got you bridge like, presser bro like, <laughs> got you bridge pressing like that has nothing to do with your butt like yeah. <laughs> straight arms yeah. bro like what yeah. <laughs> you're literally working your biceps yeah, yeah. 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 like I'm not even gonna get into this, the the crazy things I've seen in the gym. Yeah. I've seen a lot. Even today, I saw some crazy shit. But it's um, it's one of those things where I'm like, you really have to just kind of like, like you said, you gotta like be able to cut out the fluff mm-hmm. and find what it is that works for you and mm-hmm. stay consistent. People are always looking at these new different ways to do things, and I'm just like, as long as you're consistent with it. You know yes. what I'm saying? Because it's really just about improving. If you're if you're doing something mm-hmm. different every different every week, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to like see what you're improving on. So like, mm-hmm. I definitely 100 percent agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right, so hundred thousand percent consistency is key. Like if I only could give three words to people in their fitness journey, that would be it. Consistency is key. Just stay. Find what works for you and stay consistent. One hundred percent. Anybody else? Uh, any common tips or that you hear um, online or in public space when it comes to like fitness or even yeah, when it comes to fitness. So what I one thing I learned for me was form. Form. Form is very key. Mm-hmm. Like I. Oh yeah, form like, is everything. <laughs> everything. I've seen a lot of like guys bench press, mm. and it's just like they're doing this crazy amount of 
on the on the bench. Mm. And then when you tell them slow it down and work on your form, yeah, they're struggling. They're like noodle arms, mm. and it's just like. You can't do it because you're pushing through too fast. Yeah. Your pushing muscles aren't retaining anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So one thing I learned was... At the time, they're not even working out the right muscle, bro. Exactly. Like, like they, they're pushing, they're trying to work out the right and they're using all their strength on the left. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like they're not working out anything on the right hand. Yeah. Bro. It's like, they're like this on the bench press. <laughs> but, Yo, that and pull-ups, man. Pull-ups? Oh, yeah. They be the worst. They be jump, jolting their whole body and it's just like, bro, you're still not working out your arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... You're supposed to bring your whole body up yeah. properly. Yeah. They're just like jumping up. And I'm like, oh, man, if yeah. you're not ready for it, don't do it. Don't. And as they <laughs> said, work you. at your own pace. You yeah. don't don't try to do something you know you can't do. Mm. And next thing you know, you're out six months on an injury mm. and wonder why you still can't get to the goal you're trying to work at. Because yeah. mm. like when, when I think about a lot of these like fitness trainers online or even in public spaces, I think about like. How many of them are like, you know, content creating, but just trying to make a like a quick, uh, quick profit or yeah. just money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, they're thinking that, you know, they're in the right program or right system. And it's like they're not really working things out properly or in the steady paces that y'all said and things like that. So, like, I always be wary of like who, what kind of fitness trainers is out there, because there's a lot of them. And then there's a lot of them that's like, you know, you're thinking that they're coachable or like, you know, they can coach people things through. And it's just like, nah, like, you know, they, everybody has like pretty much their own agenda or like motives as was to why they want to be a fitness trainer. But I just be careful as like, you know, what's their intentions behind, you know, doing that and stuff like that. Because like, you know, some people just like to be with a, a fitness person because they look good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they have like an image, they have a body, they have a look about them. And it's like, oh, like I'll, I'll go on that program and they just they get this following and this backup with them. And I'm just like, well, is it really effective? Is it really helping you stay fit and stuff like that? I so, mean, what I've learned is a lot of, well, majority of fitness experts out there or mm-hmm. personal trainers, mm-hmm. they don't give you the correct workout because they want you to prolong the plan you're mm-hmm. working for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they will never give you the right workout because they know if they give you the right workout immediately, mm-hmm. you're not going to need them anymore. So mm-hmm. in order for them to prolong their said, profits, right? wow. they're not going to give you the right workout. Yeah. They're wow, going to make yeah. you do some like... No, because it keeps them employed yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. and they don't give you the right workout <laughs> and you need them for... That's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That they make way more money. Yeah. Makes sense. I wish people would just realize that. Like, yeah. Think about it. If they gave you the formula on day one and in a month or two, you would you would get it and then you wouldn't need them anymore. Yeah. They want to get paid for longer. So just mm-hmm. think about that when you're trying to teach trainer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, any other quick thoughts about that as far as like um, the common tips that you hear about when it comes to fitness or something like no. All right, so because um, I want to still stick on to that um, topic because I, I want um, you to talk about your experience um, as far as you being a fitness trainer. Like, what are some um, – uh, you don't have to go into your, like, your routine or your program, but, like, just, I guess, your your, your client or customer relationships as far as, you know, your fitness routines and programs and things like that. What's, like, the relationship with that and um, compared to, like, other people? Because, like, that's also a competitive market as far as being a fitness trainer. So what makes you stand out as far as your relationship with your customer and clients? And uh, what are the feedbacks that you also get? Because I will also assume that, you know, it wasn't always, like, a perfect thing. Like, there's always a learning process with that. So what was that experience like for you? 
Okay. Well, one thing about me is I'm very, very picky about clients. I don't take every client on because everybody's not willing to work. And if you're not willing to work, I can give you the perfect routine. I can give you every, I can give you play by play what you need to do. And it's not going to work because you're not can you, willing to can work. Can you like tell right so away? So one thing person. that I do, one thing that I do is I, you know, I have conversations with my clients before I take them on about what their goals are, mm-hmm. like what their availability is what their motive is for wanting to get fit because mm-hmm. sometimes like you like somebody said people see somebody with a nice body and they're just like oh i just i just want to do what they do or be how they are yeah. and it's like at that point like when i work with people i i like to work with people that are willing to work because mm-hmm. i want you to see the results i don't want to waste my time or your time mm-hmm. so that's number one uh number two is um, I like to stay updated with my clients. I like to stay abreast of what they're doing week to week, um, how the plans are working for them, mm-hmm. how each exercise is working for them, the progress that they're seeing. Mm-hmm. That's really, really important to me. Mm-hmm. And I also like to stay just kind of connected with their journey and like how they're feeling and their mental health. So that's kind of my philosophy as a trainer. I'm very picky. I, I'm not driven 100% by just, oh, like get as many clients as I can so I can make as much money as I can. I'm not really worried about that. I'm worried about people who are actually wanting to work because that's that's what I enjoy. That's what makes mm-hmm. my job fun is when I have people who are actually willing to work and actually willing to, you know, work on their form and, and change their lifestyle. Because when you are embarking on your fitness journey, it's a whole lifestyle change. It's a whole mindset change. It's mm-hmm. so much more than just going to the gym and picking up a weight. It's mm-hmm. it's a whole like life reset that gets you in the zone of becoming your best self. So mm-hmm. that's what's fun for me. Yeah, what though? Mm-hmm. You said you said something. You was you want to ask her a question? Oh, no, she answered it. I should have oh, just okay. waited. I should have just waited. Yeah, not. <laughs> she answered it. Did I not answer the question? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, answer it. All right. So, yeah. um, uh, what's the next thing on the um segment? It's um, work it out. Oh yeah, <laughs> work it out. I was trying you know, play on the words. But uh, as far as like working out, because, you know, we all have an experience as far as like working out, uh, trying to like push through and things like that when it comes to the mentality, the emotions, the drive that it comes when it comes to uh, working and out. Um, what are some difficulties that, you know, each of y'all probably y'all like to share as far as like working through that routine and like the goals and just like just try to strive as working out and just being in different environments, whether it's at home, whether it's at the gym, whether it's dealing with other fitness trainers or dealing with other people in that same space. Um, uh, and just, you know, trying to get your form right when it, when it comes to like certain equipments, like things like that, because like I said, like there's a different genetic component as far as how we work out. So when you see other people's form, do like, are you adjusting because you're seeing it, but you're not taking into consideration your own body composition and things like that? So when you're working things out, my question is basically, what's what's the process? What's the mentality through it? And how do you keep striving forward when you see other people working out, but it may not cater to your genetic makeup? I think it's just important to hone in on your goals. That's why that's my number one thing whenever I'm working with any client is I'm just like, what are your goals? Mm-hmm. What is your goal to get a bigger butt, get a smaller waist, lose weight, gain weight. You need to focus on that because I always describe it to my clients as it's, it's in the same way as like, if you want to go on like an entrepreneurial journey, there's a hundred thousand ways to make money, mm-hmm. but what is your way? What is the way that resonates with you? That speaks to your soul mm-hmm. that fulfills you, that makes you happy. 
Mm. It's the same thing with fitness. What are your goals? Like, what is the thing that will get you to the point that you want to be, will make you happy when you look in the mirror, make you happy when, you know, you're just going throughout life because how you look and how you feel within your body and your health is huge. It's, it's everything in your success and where you're going in life. So I always ask, you know, people that question of where, where are you going? What do you want to achieve? And that will keep you focused because there's everybody at the gym is doing something different. Everybody at the gym has different goals. There's somebody at the gym running 10 miles and there's somebody at the gym lifting a thousand pounds. You know what I'm saying? To stay in line with what you want and with what your goals are, you have to have that in your mind and have that in your psyche kind of so that you don't get distracted by like all the hundred thousand other things that people are doing. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and uh, nice. uh, also yeah. I have a quick a question because like I have thoughts about like, um, um, and we're going to do this, I just answer this quickly because we're going to go into the after hour discussion um, and we're going to dive in a little bit deeper and get a little bit more personable. Um, when it comes to people who use like the, what is it? The waist? The waist uh, trainers. The waist trainers, mm. things like that. Oh my that. God. No. Don't, <laughs> Don't do it. It's bad. Stop wearing waist trainers. They're, they're killing health. our people. Yeah, it's they're bad. It's, yeah, but like, what about like all of them are just a corset? All of them are just a corset. Yeah, but all of they them restrict your like they restrict your breathing. They don't do anything for you. I feel like a lot of women are motivated by like, oh, when you take off your waist trainer, you see all this sweat. I was I was there two years ago. Like, oh, you see all this sweat. You think like, oh, I made all this progress, but it means nothing. It's the same thing as like if you wear tight leggings in the summertime. If your mm-hmm. legs sweat, that doesn't mean your thighs shrink. It just means you sweated. Like it doesn't mean anything extra. It doesn't wait, mean, uh, wait, uh, um, you know, oh, my waist is getting smaller. It just means more sweat. More sweat doesn't mean anything. Wait, wait, that's wait. why to me, I can honestly, I could talk about no? this forever, but yeah, yeah, that's why yeah. like honestly, saunas are kind of useless to me because it's, it's just like more sweat it's means nothing. Yeah. It truly means nothing. It yeah. doesn't, it doesn't give wait, you anything. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, so, all so, right, so uh, just to answer your uh, Kiara's question real quick, because she was saying, does does that apply to always trainers or things like that? Just answer quickly and then yeah, we'll get to the after hour discussion. Because you know how they yes, have the corset ones. You know how they, they have the corset ones. They all do nothing. Wow. I they didn't even know that. sweat they is good. Yeah, no, they so do. here's the thing. Making, they're all making people rich and doing nothing for you. What? Okay, that's just... Okay. Yes, they don't do anything. Let them go. They're actually hindered. Not even just don't do anything. They They're hindering you. Because they're hindering your like your core um, engagement, mm-hmm. they're hindering the like your your posture. Like, oh my god, I hate waist trainers. I'm oh, always right. on a soapbox to right, well, throw them away. Uh, well, I'm going away. I went to this rant like five years ago with my best friends I used to work out with. Yeah, I was telling her, I'm like, I don't take clients like, that wear waist trainers. I, I was, don't. Yo, I was like, yo, like, she she was trying to get started into working out, and I was like, look, if you're gonna work out, you cannot wear that. It's gonna damage like everything you have in there is literally yeah. like getting jam packed together. Okay. And if you want to get abs, just do sit ups, just do the workout. Just you don't need that. Yeah. Just be consistent. Yeah. All right. So all right. So uh, we have to we have to close out further because it's about to be an hour of this live stream. So uh, I appreciate everybody that's been a part of this one hour live uh, live stream of the podcast. Um, you know, we're going to continue the after hour discussion and, you know, we're going to get more personal. We're going to get more diving deep into like the trainer, the fitness trainer, um, like just the, the, the aspects of it, the, um, the, the do's and don'ts and things like that. Um, but, uh, where can they follow us up or calls? Where can they follow you? You can follow me at K I A R A underscore A L E Y I A. All right. You can follow me everywhere at sincerely dot though. All right. You can follow me at P H L M N H R I S. And to Eli. 
You can follow me at Elijah X Rod. Uh, that's my art page. And you can follow my fan page at Official Corner Store. All right, and uh, to our special guest, and then you also said you had a special announcement, uh, announcement as well. So you know, shout that out as well. I do. So one, uh, first and foremost, you can follow me at Viva Lanama, V-I-B-A-L-A-N-N-E-O-N-A, Viva mm-hmm. Lanama. Yeah. And then my special announcement is I am releasing an ebook with all my secrets oh, about damn. how to get your perfect dream hourglass body. I have been training for over nine years to like hone in on the exact workouts, the exact regimen that you need. It's going to be called the hourglass handbook. Mm. So check it's going to be released june 1st the, the ebook so check in with that where's it going to be released that, ladies i'm sorry where it's going to be on my website pressurefitinc.com so it's going to be on june 1st the ebook please check in with that ladies if you are looking for you know a regimen that you can stick to that's going to give you the results one thing i always promise my clients is if you're consistent mm-hmm. and you listen to me you're going to see results. I, mm. I I know what to do. I have the blueprint. So Love listen it. to me, apply what I tell you, and you're going to get your green body 100%. So that ebook is coming out on June 1st. And yeah, follow me. And on TikTok, um, Twitter, Instagram, it's all the same, V-I-V-A-L-A-N-N-E-O-M-A. So yeah. Hey, dope, dope, dope. I appreciate you sharing that, you know, a special announcement, especially like your first time being on our podcast, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, know. I haven't talked about it anywhere else, so it's exclusive here. Hey, so, love know, it. That's, that's so dope. That's so make sure y'all you follow her and support her business and everything like that at Pressure Fit Inc. Um Incorporated. And yeah. then um uh also just stay in tune, you know what I'm saying? If you want a, a legit workout, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, just be willing to work out, willing to stay in shape. It's just a mindset, you know what I'm saying? You gotta keep pushing forward, you gotta keep striving, things like that, you know. Don't always go out there but based on whatever trainer or coaches or you know, people like that are out there, like, you know do what's best for you and based on your body understand your body understand your anatomy and you know what works out for you you know what i'm saying so and also like like they've been saying work at your own pace you know what i'm saying don't take a shortcut Definitely. uh don't take no any shortcuts don't 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 try to think that everything is a quick fix and things like that because like i kind of look at similar like you know like a quick money scheme you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like don't exactly you know what i'm saying don't there's not always not everything is a shortcut and things like that you know just like work at your own pace everything takes work and time you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Now, so, I'm sorry, your yeah. body is banging. I'm on your website because I can't Thank see you. you. Oh my god, damn! Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank right, you. So, and then that's the results, you know what I'm saying? That is the results, you know? Um, but, that's what I'm saying. Uh, do what I tell you to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can follow the podcast at the Black Pill Podcast on social media. We're also on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. It's all in the link in our bio as well. Um, you know, just keep following us, keep supporting us, you know, getting to the conversations like that this is very open not so formulated not so like you know we're just trying to get some kind of cloud or everything like that we're getting recognized but we want to get recognized for being ourselves being authentic mm-hmm. and having real conversations like that what goes down and even behind the scenes and things like that so you know uh, also if you want to join our patreon sign up to our patreon it's also in the link in our bio become a black pill member um, and get exclusive access and also early access to our content and things like that so uh, make sure you follow us at the black pill podcast and i am your host of OBJ, you can follow me on Instagram at T H E O B I J A Y. If you want to be a guest or a special guest, you can hit me up or you can hit up Doe uh, to be uh, a guest on our po- uh, podcast. You know, join the conversation, join the family, join the squad, and things like that. And this is the our segment of the Black Hill Podcast, and this is the Black Hill Squad signing out. Bye.